You are valuable. You do have purpose. You are not what they said you were. Prosperity will find you. You are successful. You are beautiful. Your past does not define you. The moment you decide to look outside of yourself for value is the moment you give your rights away to be authentically you. Your value is not in what your mother thinks of you, what your father thinks of you, what your family and friends think of you. Your value is what you think of yourself. That is the secret to authentically loving and being you. Welcome to Soul Food with Sadie. It's time to feed your soul, uplifting others through inspiration, motivation, and edifying the soul so we can be the best version of ourselves. Here's your host, Sadie Evans. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. I have a very special guest today, Mrs. Hope Rieger, and she's going to be talking to us about her life's journey and how she had to transform her mind from these limited beliefs to thrive in the life that she has now. How are you, Hope? I'm happy to have you on the show. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's been an honor to be here. Yes. Can you tell us about who Hope is? Sure, I'd love to. So um, again, my name is Hope Rieger. Um, I'm excited to be here. And just a little bit about myself. I am married to my husband, Mike. Uh, we live in Delaware, Ohio, a little town outside uh, north of Columbus, Ohio. Um, I have two boys. Brian is 31 and Justin is forever 19. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I am a Nana to two beautiful granddaughters. And I have one, another granddaughter. My, my son's so excited to have three girls um, <laughs> on the way in March. So I'm excited about that. So I'm gonna be a, a Nana to three beautiful girls. And I've been with the financial institution for over 25 years. My current role right now is, is the talent development operations coordinator, I guess you could call it. Yeah. And my life story is, um, you know, what brought me here and what brought me to your show is, is what I've done and, and how my life has been um, changed and evolved. Um, I lost my son. Like I said, Justin was forever 19. In November of 2016, my 19-year-old son was murdered by his roommate. And within that um, when I lost him, uh, my whole world changed and all, and I never really understood the, the path of what, what happened to me and why it happened to me. But as it's being evolved, um, I understand what mindset I had to change and what mindset, um, God gave me and what path I had to take. Mm -hmm. And, um, so things evolved immensely over the past five years since he's been gone. I'm sorry to hear about your son. I thank you for being in a place where you healed and continue to heal because that's a lifelong healing journey and just open to talk about it with um, the listeners today. 
I want to know, were there any limited beliefs that stood in your way when it came to healing? So one of the things that happened after Justin was murdered, it was one, it was shocking. And um, to receive that knock on your door, and then I ended up having to call um, the coroner's office. And that's how I found out was I literally had to call them and they answered the phone, Green County Coroner. Um, is the mindset of, that I had um, up until that point was um, was probably the normal mindset. I, I dealt with a lot of difficulties growing up, uh, divorced parents. I was in a divorce. I had my son at a very young age. I was always out to prove people wrong that I was going to make it and I was determined to make it. And, um, and then just events in my life started to unfold even before this tragedy, um, where I always questioned, you know, why does this always happen to me? Why do I have to work so hard? Um, why do I have to uh, figure out what point in my life, like things are going to get easier? And, you know, you deal with the normal life activities. I don't think I've I dealt with anything harsher than most going through life. You know, you have your ups and your downs and, and, you know, being a teen mom, I did struggle and, but I was going to prove everybody wrong that I wasn't going to be on public assistance. I wasn't going to live with my parents. I wasn't going to, I was going to do the right thing. I was going to raise my son. I wasn't you know, and I was going to teach him what to do and how to live and work hard and be determined. And, you know, but it was hard. It was hard. And I felt like God sometimes gave me kind of the raw end of the deal sometimes. And then, of course, I went through my divorce um, and I had my I had my other my both of my sons. So going through that divorce, I felt like not one. I mean, we were together for 17 years and, you know, you, you just he, he, he had also gone through, he was very young, had five bypasses um, at heart, you know, from heart disease at the age of 27. So we were married very, very young and he dealt with that. So he was out of work. We lost everything. We lost our home. We lost everything really of value, nothing, you know, we, we still had each other. So that was a struggle. I had to work two jobs. I had to, we had five children together. He had three and I had two. So just disappointments and, and, um, you know, just it felt like every time I turned around, something wasn't working out, but I kept my positive attitude. Mm -hmm. I kept, you know, going, thinking something will give. And then those, those now looking back, I see how much strength I gained from going through all those opportunities and how my mind changed. But the biggest thing that happened to me was after Justin passed, I had literally said, I got two choices, mm -hmm. be a victim or survivor, right? Mm -hmm. And I can be hateful and revengeful. And because the, the person that murdered Justin actually didn't even go to trial. He pled self-defense. Even they had gotten into a physical altercation and Justin didn't have any weapons, guns, knives or anything, but the roommate did. He felt like his life was being threatened and he put a gun to Justin's chest and shot and cut and killed him. Now the court system said that was self-defense. I was like, he didn't have any weapons. He just, just because he felt like his life was threatened. So putting that into perspective, that's when my mind shift had to happen. So I had a lot of anger and I was pissed off at God, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He didn't intervene in my life. He didn't intervene. And he took this 19 year old son that had his whole life ahead of him. Mm -hmm. um, and that 
you know, we, I, I just love that kid more than life itself. And I love both my children and I couldn't understand why God took him. And, and then it was my son. And I was like, why do I have to keep, you know, why does everything just seem like it's always so painful and hard for me? Mm-hmm. What did I do? Right. What did I do to deserve that? So I had two choices after the courts and all that went through and I was angry and I was mad and I was frustrated. I said, I could go to bed and never get up and cry all day long and live in my bed. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody around me would have been a okay with it, would have mm-hmm. completely understood. She lost her son it's tragic, it's horrible, and they would have gotten it, they would have understood, but I could not live my way, my life that yeah. way. I could not live with that revenge, and that hate, and that anger, and that's what took me to, I'm going to take all that energy, I'm going to figure out what God wants for me, I'm going to figure out what my path is, and I'm going to get my butt out of bed, and I'm going to make it happen, yeah. and, and live for my son, who um, I do every single day and I'm lucky enough to do it. And I'm lucky mm-hmm. enough to um, build what I have so far. And I'm sure we'll talk about that, but I had those two choices and I was like, that's not me. Yeah. And so I call it ver- version one mindset. And then I have version two mindset. Yeah. And that's after Justin passed, there's a version two that says, okay, this is what's happened. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And so that's, that's what changed in my mind. And that's, that's how I, I developed it. And I was like, those were the choices I had to make. Well, I just want to thank you for making the choice to go with version two mindset. When you were talking, all I can think of what all you were going through is hope, hope. Your namesake, you held on to hope. You even stated that, oh, I know something is going to get better. You just held on to the fact that you knew something was going to get better, even though this landslide was happening in your life. So just by you holding on to that piece of hope, I'm seeing a ray of sunshine. I'm sure others saw a ray of sunshine, even though, even though you were going through what you were going through, you never, ever became bitter. You see, a lot of times people become bitter with all the things that they go through. Some people haven't even lost a child and they become bitter just because of some circumstances that happen in life. I want to encourage and inspire somebody that's listening to this is to hold on to that little piece of hope because it's there. We have someone here that has went through so much, so much. And I know they say to whom much is given, much is required. But it's like, wow, when at what point do you say, OK, God, this is enough? Okay, God, this is a lot right here. What what all do you want from me? You know, so you tapped into that place where you like, I'm going to submit to God's will and live my life and fulfill my purpose and keep my son's name alive. All because you held on to that piece of hope. Yeah. That is amazing to me. Did you ever think when you were going through all of this and even when you were getting to this place of wholeness, did you think that those thoughts that were planted in you from all these things that happened will hinder you from getting to where you are now? You know, I think the greatest thing is that I um, completely understand that all of those things provided the strength and courage that got me to where I am today. And I wouldn't change a thing. I know mm-hmm. that um, I feel like 
of course I would want my son back. Of course I would want yeah. that back. And of course I would want other things to have changed differently. But I was lucky enough. I really tried to turn the tables on everything that's negative and really to put it into a positive spin that says, I know that that happened, yeah, but yeah. this is what's coming of it. Yeah. And I cannot make the, the biggest change that I can make is that my son lived, I was lucky enough for 19 years, right? Yeah. And I was lucky enough for some amazing memories and I have those memories. But what's great is I can keep living for the both of us mm-hmm. to keep providing his strength and what his life meant. I can still do that. Yeah. I can't physically have him here, but I can absolutely carry on his legacy mm-hmm. and his life and what I think he would have wanted. And hopefully he's up there going, okay, you go, mom. Or yeah. he's like, you're embarrassing me, mom. But what are the other? Yeah. <laughs> I think that things happen in your life that, um, you know, at the time, and I tell people this, we just talked about this the other day, is you have struggles every day. And, and you know, you're like, oh my gosh, is today is just a bad day. And that's what it is. It's a bad day. Mm-hmm. Don't let that day create more days or more future days. Because there's always something, like you said, there's always something to be hopeful for, to be grateful for, to be inspired for. And so what I try to do is take what I'm struggling with today and say, but there's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There's tomorrow to look forward to. And whether it's going on, you know, an adventure with my grandkids or getting to see my grandkids or, or something new in my life or a new experience, there's always that hope that something Mm -hmm. great is going to happen. And if something negative happens in the future, and I know they will, I know that I'll have failures, even in my own life, I'm going to have failures. I have Mm -hmm. to make sure that my mind doesn't go to those are failures. Those are just lessons. That's what I try to teach myself is those are just lessons to show you a different way of moving forward. And, you know, and what we can talk about this with my grief to hope group, but, um, you know, there's things that I've failed out with that. There's things I've failed out over the past five years since Justin. Mm. And absolutely. I am like, Oh my gosh, why can't it just be easy? Uh-huh. And then I realized, and I have to know that those are lessons. Those are lessons to get me to where my path needs to be. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It is a process to get to your purpose. And sometimes our process ain't pretty. Sometimes it's not. And, And I always... Before we started this interview, it was so many distractions trying to come in our way. And I see why now, literally, like my heart is, the strings of my heart is being tugged at. And in my mind, I'm just like, aha, this is the distraction that was trying to stop the message from getting through because people need to hear this. People need to hear that although we have a bad day or a bad week, that does not mean our life has to be bad. And that does not mean we have to stay in that place of brokenness. That does not mean that. And failure is nothing but feedback. So you're right about that. If we utilize failure and learn the lesson that it's trying to teach us, guess what? We'll be better the next time around. So although you lost Justin and you went through those things, that process built your muscle. So when you begin to go up against other obstacles, that's going to happen because it's life. Your mind 
right. has been transformed to the point you know how to get through them without having panic attacks, anxiety, going into depression. Yes. So yes. although it's painful, it's a process to get you to your purpose. Yes, I absolutely agree. I always say I'm wounded. I'm wounded, but I'm not broken. I'm beautifully, wounded, broken. beautifully yes. wounded. Yes. Wounded for a purpose. Yes. Can you tell me what mindset transformation means to you? You know, I think that when you transform your mind, when I think of mindset, I think of like growth mindset. That's the way I've always felt. Like you always want to be in a growth mindset. You always want to take back what you feedback you've got, which I love that you said that feedback that you obtained feedback from yourself, treat yourself like your own best friend, mm-hmm. um, give yourself, you know, the words that you need to hear um, from yourself. Cause sometimes you're your only uh, ally. Yes. And so um, I think when I think of mindset and transformation, I think you really have to start thinking about um, what is best for you. Mm-hmm. And what needs to happen to make that happen. And what I mean by that is, um, if you want your life to change, you have to change your life, right? (laughs) That was good. If you want your life to change, you have to change your life. The genie not going to fall down and change your life. I have learned, yes, I have absolutely learned through a lot of trials is that um, I can sit here and wish all I want, but it's not going to change if I don't change. Yeah. And I can wish every single day for a better this or a better body or a better fitness or better health or better job or whatever. But I can wish all day long. <laughs> but if I don't change and make some certain path towards it, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it's not going to matter. Yeah. If I won the lottery or if people won the lottery with health and fitness everybody would be doing it right mm-hmm. yes it takes hard work it takes just so much determination and the hardest thing with mindset it, to be honest is when you're determined and you get setbacks and you don't quit mm. that's the hardest thing to get through like I've gotten to the point where in my in my goals where I have with with what I'm doing is oh my gosh I could just quit I could quit right now would it be bad would I would I and and I think to myself are you serious no I mean why would you quit you're I mean just because you're at this point why would you quit keep moving even though you're not getting where you want to be fast you're still moving forward you're still cranking it out so I think that's what mindset means it's just you, you got to put it in perspective and change. Yes, I'm going to repeat that again so people can really get it in their soul, get it in their mind, get it in every aspect of their life. If you want your life to change, you have to change your life. A lot of times people, including myself, we come up against these obstacles and we stop. If you look at my history with my podcast, it went from April, then it went to June. It's like I continue to stop and stop. It wasn't until I got to the point of staying consistent and really Mm -hmm. working hard to transform this thing that I had all these reviews. I saw people listening. I started to see the change. Yeah. Again, it was until I had to take those baby steps. Yeah. I had to take those baby steps to get to where 
I need to be somebody listening to this and you really want to change your life. You paying for all these courses, you paying for all this stuff, but you're not implementing in your life. Nothing's going to change unless you change your life. Nothing. And don't think that you have to take a huge leap at one time and don't feel pressure to take baby steps. Absolutely. Baby steps. And and I still like with my grief to hope group, um, I still have to earn it and, and it's bigger than me. And I, and I have to earn it every day. And I will never change that mindset because I, I don't think there's ever a goal that once I reach a certain, there's points or maybe small goals that I reach, but there's always another goal I need to set out there. There's always that push that I need to put on myself to make sure that I never stop. Yeah. And, and yeah. trust me, there's been times I'm like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Right. I can't, you know, I, I just, every time I turn around, it's like something crazy and, and, and something stops me. But then I'm like, no, I'm not going to let that stop me. And you just have to really, really believe in yourself. You really do. You do. Because you got a million reasons. I have a million reasons to feel sorry for ourselves and to be bitter. Yes. Okay a million reasons but we chose to transform our mind and be the light you know because so many people need to need the light so many people need direction how did they want to know how did you get to this place help me get to this place you know what 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 good is it to stay angry and bitter like and just eat yourself alive it would have it would have it would have ate me alive and I would have not live the way that Justin would have wanted me to live and I really truly believe that um that he is my biggest fan in heaven I got God on my side but I got Justin too and I'm thinking he if anybody's cheering from you what's better than an angel and God right exactly they're cheering and saying you got this mom I at least have to honor that and and keep going until I get to where, you know, I can keep moving and keep moving that bar. Yes, um, absolutely. And then your grandbabies get to have the best version of you. Yes, you know? I do. I know. That is amazing. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. That is amazing. I'm just amazed and inspired by you. We oh. didn't get halfway through the interview and I'm just so inspired because you took the obstacles that was thrown at you and you literally utilized them as a pathway to success, to healing, to transformation. So good for you. Thank you. Yes. Can you give me a time where you had to shift your mindset to get to where you are right now? Yeah, I think the biggest shift in my mindset was after the court hearing when or when it didn't even go to court. Um, that was probably my biggest mind shift. And maybe it didn't happen at that time because I was pretty angry. But after that, after um, I realized that, it, like I said, it was going to be one or two options and nobody would have nobody would have you know, been upset or, or said, no, you can't live like that if I went to bed and just lay there. Um, but that's probably my biggest mindset, mindset shift, um, as well, you know, I think one of the things that, that happened with me is that, um, I always felt like if I could get through this, I could get through anything. Mm -hmm. And when people come up to me and say, you know, one, some people, you know, and and I take it as a compliment. They're like, I would have never known you lost a kid. And I'm like, what does that mean? And they're like, well, you're so upbeat and positive. And, you know, and I was like, you know, 
that's that's because I did lose a kid. That's why I am who I am um, today is a different mindset. It's that version 2.0 I say all the time that um, I, I had two choices and that was basically it. After that court hearing and I felt like, oh, I could go down deep. I could go down deep and not get out of bed and be angry and hate and and even at God, I was mad at God too. And I remember um, I was coming home one night and I said, what is my purpose, God? Like, what do you want from me? You took him and, you know, and I was still in that anger and frustration. And I was like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what did I do to deserve this? And that I'll never forget that anger and, oh, uh, just... I was done. I was so done with just struggling. And I heard the words, be kind. Mm -hmm. That's all I heard. And I tell everybody, I don't know where I heard these words from. If it was on the radio, in my head, out loud, I don't know. But the words came that were be kind. And that's when I knew that however I'm be kind meant, you know, at the time, I didn't know it was, you know, creating this group, but to like be kind and volunteer and, 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 you know, listen to people and and try to do something and tell my story and be different. But the biggest thing was I needed to be kind to myself. And that was one of the things that took a, that had to take a different mindset in itself is to start being nice to me. And that understanding grief is not um, a one-time deal. It's not over in a year. It's not over in two years. It's an ongoing uh, experience that you have. But how you handle your grief and how you um, acknowledge it and not try to, um, I know one of the biggest things is people is like, I don't feel like I'm grieving or I don't feel I'm grieving right. Mm-hmm. Um is one of the biggest things in the challenges that I've understood. And it's just, you know, be kind to yourself and be patient and understand. So those two mindsets were probably the biggest. Absolutely. And grief is not textbook. So a lot of times people try to grieve the way the textbook say you're supposed to grieve. That's not mm-hmm. how it works. And you will only hinder the process if you try to make it fit into that box. Grief is different for everyone. I love that you say that. I, I love that you say it because I try to tell people grief is like snowflakes and it's individualized. It's nobody's is the same. And what happens is, is if you're not grieving the way that you've been told to grieve or the way that it's been shown to be, you know, grief, um, then you start questioning your sanity and your faith and your, um, you know, like one of the things that I was like, why am I not crying? every minute of every day or and I like why I catch myself like laughing at something or like oh I can't laugh it's only been six months you know and the guilt that you feel and and it's just I tell people all the absolute time that throw those things away throw those books away about grief because it's completely different Mm -hmm. and it's nothing like you can ever imagine and it's so individualized that every single stage you may go through at, at 10 months, somebody may go through in 10 years. It's just, it really, really, really is very, very individualized. It, it truly is. It truly is. So I think that you hit the next question at 
what at what point did you believe these thoughts was hindering you and you believed it was hindering you when you felt like you couldn't get out of bed and it was going to destroy your life yes exactly. so not only would the boy have been taking justin he would have been taking your life as well yeah so, i say that it's so crazy you say that because that one of my quotes that i say all the time is i lost justin i don't want to lose hope Literally. yeah yeah that is so true that is so yeah. true and i see that a lot of times with victims that um were murdered their family just lose themselves and now it's like that one person had the power to take that whole family out yes i love that i that's completely true yeah that i was not gonna let one i wasn't gonna let that man control any more in my life exactly. but absolutely i can see that just consuming the whole entire family yes. absolutely yeah absolutely so, so true Yes. Why do you think mindset is so important when we face obstacles in our life? Uh, you, like I said, you can go down like a sinking ship, right? Mm -hmm. and, and people around you will allow it too. And not because they don't care, but people around me, if I would have put myself around people that would have been like, you know what, I hope you go to bed, you, you, you stay there, we get it. Um, and thank goodness I wasn't around that, but it's normal for people to feel that way. It's, it's absolutely normal. And I wouldn't, and I wouldn't expect anybody else to feel differently. I wouldn't want somebody in my bed going, get up, hope you gotta go. You gotta do this. I would be like, I don't know who you are, but we have to, as a society, we have to understand that when tragedies happen, we have to have that morning time. We have to have that grieving time and it'll last forever. But there's a point within ourselves that we have to start making choices within our minds to say, what do I want to do mm -hmm. to make this better? What do I want to do to bring joy back in my life? Because we all deserve joy. We all deserve a better life. And, and even if you get hit back down again, you got to keep getting up and moving forward because it will consume you if you stay in that drowning, sinking ship. Mm -hmm. So it's, and it can be something as simple as my kids, my, my spouse, my job, my, I want to write a book. I want to do whatever. Find that inspiration, find that hope that's going to make you get out of bed every single day. And I, and I promise you, as time gets on, it gets a little easier. Um, there's always going to be struggles. I still struggle to this day and it's been five years and I am like the most positive person you'll ever meet. There's days that I struggle, but that's when I have to realize what am I looking forward to? What is going to get me out of bed tomorrow? Yeah. Always have to be thinking of that inspiration and it doesn't have to be big. It could be, I'm going to lunch with, you know, Sadie tomorrow. Yeah. So that that's good. You know, I have something mm -hmm. to inspire me. So that's absolutely the mindset that you have to keep. Absolutely, because I always say deal with your trauma or your trauma gonna deal with you. <laughs> deal with it. Because if you don't, it, it's gonna deal with you and it's gonna deal with you the way you don't want it to. At least if you deal with it, you can kind of control how you deal with it. But if it deal with you, it's gonna hit you with I love that yeah it's exactly it it will consume you it yes. will piece by piece and take you down it yes will. yes
Can you give me three ways that you shifted your mindset to achieve success? Like three strategic ways that you achieved it, went on this journey? Um, I, you know, you, like I said, the first one is victim to survivor. You have those two choices. That's your first uh, way to shift your mindset. Um, you can play victim. And I mean this with everything, like even like if you got fired from your job or you lost your boyfriend or you, um, you know, something tragic happens in your life. Gosh, for, you know, forbid, God forbid, but um, you have to stop that victimized thinking and start thinking, I'm a survivor and I'm going to get through this, not I'm a victim and it happened to me. Mm. So you have to change your mindset that uh, the next one I always talk is tragedy to triumph. Like I always say, like, I think of it as a, as a race, like you're at the beginning with your tragedy and you're running to triumph and that goal keeps going, keeps moving. Like you never can catch it, but you can always race towards it. Yeah. And then the last three, the last third, uh, third thing I would say is pain to purpose. Yeah. Um, and I know you said that too. If you have pain, you've got to turn that anger, frustration, pain into a purpose mm -hmm. and what's meaningful. Because then you stop hating it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You stop rejecting it or you stop. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the word like you stop living you know, in that victim mindset. Yeah, like you saw me. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Okay, so now what am I going to do about it? Yeah. Right? That's that's one of the things I think is the greatest gift. Yes. So Hope stated that ways that she got through is realizing she was not a victim, but she was a survivor. And although she went through this tragedy, she had reason to turn into triumph. She had reason to keep Justin's name alive. Also, she didn't let the pain keep her in a place of bondage. She allowed that pain to be the process that led her to her purpose and what she's doing right now. So you too can do that. If hope can do it, you can do it. We all can do it. Sometimes we have to take baby steps. I'm going back to baby steps because a lot of times people think they can just jump off and just do it. And then you fall flat on your face. Take those baby steps, get there, grieve. Grieve it, grieving is not something that's textbook. It's not something that can be taught. It's something that is individualized, like you stated. It's like a snowflake. Yeah. So absolutely. take the time. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And I think one of the biggest things too is to not feel like if you jump off and try to take a leap of faith, it's the journey. It's the journey yeah. that helps you get there, right? It's those baby steps. And, and it may seem like you take one step forward, two steps back, but goodness sakes, just keep moving. Yeah. That's what it is. Keep living, keep moving forward. I promise you, you will get to that point where you want to be. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. I always say life is an action sport. There's nothing in life we can do without taking action. So you right. got to keep moving. You have to keep moving. You have to. You have to put the body in motion, the mind in motion. Sometimes the hand in motion to write it out. I'm a big journalist, yeah. writer. I love that. I love it. Yeah. That was one of the things that I learned when Justin passed was um, to journal, to talk to him. Like, 
write it down. Like I wrote to him every day and told him, and there was days where you would see that I was angry. There was days where I was sad. There was days where I was happy. There was days where I was, you know, I just want you to hear what I'm saying and, Mm -hmm. and just talking to him and and writing that down uh, was just really good for my soul too. Yes, it was. It helps. It's a release for me. So there's someone listening to this and they may be at a standstill in their life due to their limited beliefs. What would you say to encourage them to move forward in life? Because I see moving forward is big for you. It is. Um, I say it all the time. I say, keep living strong. Um, Invest in hope. That's the first thing. You have to invest in hope. You have to. And I don't mean me literally, but I mean, if you want, but no, I'm just kidding. Um, But invest in hope, invest in what inspires you. Um, Like I said before, life will not change unless you change your life. And that's the biggest thing that I can say is um, you can wish all day long and we can always want all day long, but until you get out and make moves Mm -hmm. and make life go towards your goals um it will be at a standstill so as hard as it is the feeling of accomplishment when you do something very small and when i talk about this when i'm at the gym i hate going to the gym i love going to the gym but the me that goes into the gym is not excited but the me coming out of the gym yes. is like, woohoo, I did it, right? So that's yes. where the struggle takes place. If you're struggling, get into that gym, get that work done. And then you, I promise you, you'll feel better coming out. I yes. promise. Definitely will. That is true. I can vouch for that. <laughs> so just take that leap of faith and take baby steps and embrace the journey. Learn the lesson that's meant to be learned. Because I'm telling you, if you don't learn the lesson, that situation will repeat itself, repeat itself in a different form until you learn the lesson. So get in there, learn the lesson, embrace (laughs) it, go through the painful situations, the painful process to your purpose. Come out victorious. You are not a victim. You are a survivor. You are victorious. You have triumph in your life and you have purpose. I believe that. So as Soul Food with Sadie, I believe everything starts with a seed. I believe that my show is planting seeds with individuals and each and every guest on the show waters those seeds. What seed would you leave with the listeners? Something that will inspire them to become the very best version version of themselves. It could be one word. It could be a quote. Whatever it is, I want them to be able to ponder on it and really grow from it. So each and every time I do my grief to help, I leave with a quote. So I've come up with some great ones. And one of my favorite quotes is, look in the mirror for inspiration. Just ask that courageous person from yesterday. Wow. Learning the lesson. That's what I took from that. <laughs> wow, that, that's good. Thank you so much, Hope. I'm so thankful that you were the guest on the show. There's going to be someone that's listening to this and they're going through something and they really want to connect with you on a deeper level. How can they connect with you? Absolutely. Um, I have a website. It's www.grief, the number two, hope, support.com. I'm on Facebook, Hope Rieger. And my grief to hope, 
is on Facebook as well. We're both on LinkedIn. And then um, Instagram, I have Grief to Hope 2020. And Grief to Hope is basically a support group that I created um, in honor of my son. And we, it's a seven week program I created. And we just bring together everybody that's grieving or somebody that's supporting and grieving. And it's just a peer support group that we meet once a week and have a main topic. And it's, and it's just been amazing. It's been, I'm just so blessed at how it's worked. And it's completely free. And you will, you can absolutely find out more on that website. And all of her information will be in the show notes. I am so thankful I had you on the, as a guest on the show. I am so thankful that you was obedient to the call that's on your life. Although it took so much to get there, I'm just thankful that you embraced it and you came out on top and you are spreading so much hope. You know, your mom named you that years ago, not knowing that it will be the driving force to your purpose. Isn't that it is crazy? so beautiful. Yeah, I didn't have anything to do with it, but I'm trying to live up to it. <laughs> yes, that, that is just amazing. I am big on picking names that your children will have to grow into, you know? So that was amazing. I'm so thankful that you was a guest on Soul Food with Sadie. Is there anything else you would like to leave with the guests? Just invest and with in the hope. listeners. Yeah, just invest in hope. I promise. Um, just keep moving forward. And I appreciate you and what all you're doing and spreading the word. You're an incredible woman. I'm just blessed to be here. Thank you so much. Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. An amazing show. Hope came through and she really inspired us. Even though she lost her son, she never lost hope and she knew that her life had a purpose to it. What I learned from Hope's journey is never allow the victim mentality to keep you stuck. I also learned that if you want your life to change, you must change your life. Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. If you are interested in being a guest, please email me at coach at sadiemayevans.com. And as always, take the seats that are for you and leave the rest for others. Make sure your cup is so full of goodness that you spill onto others. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. I am thankful for health in my body, peace in my mind, ears to hear and eyes to see. I am thankful for hands to write, legs and feet to stand, and wisdom to understand the gems that were given unto me today. I am thankful that I can create a strategy that I can implement into my life. I am thankful I am divinely created for such a time as this. I will be thankful for the small things because the small things are only preparing me for the bigger things that are coming into my life.